Hello again. And today our topic, we focus in our series, Engaging Your New Creation Body. We are focusing on immortality. And I think you would be hard-pressed to not find someone who is not fascinated with eternity or living forever. Many people, especially those who do not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, have a fear more than a fascination with staying young and living forever. That fear stems from uncertainty about the afterlife. Now, we as sons of God do not fear death, but yet we plan for it. We expect it at some point, and our bodies can only but follow where our minds wander. Now, if you think in Romans 8, verse 20, for creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. Did you pick that up? To be brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. The scripture in Romans is so powerful because it hints at the truth that the sons of God hold immortality and are void of decay. It makes perfect sense of God to put eternity, when he said he put eternity into the hearts of men. The above scripture so closely ties in with the one where creation waits for the revelation of the sons of God. How powerful to think that creation's immortality lies with the truth of tapping into the immortality embedded within the sons of God. But when we look around us, we only witness decay and death. Could it be because the sons of God have not learned to tap in and release immortality and therefore creation cannot manifest it either? Creation's glory lies within the sons of God. The realm of consciousness of immortality needs to be unlocked within you so that the vibration and frequency embedded within can be intertwined with your DNA and release it. The scripture in Colossians 3 verse 1, Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. In Ephesians 2 6, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. I'm so excited about this revelation. If we have died with Christ and we've likewise been raised within his resurrection, then the body that Jesus walked out of the tomb is the body we now have as a new creation body. That body that walked out the grave never experienced death or decay. The only direction that it ever went after walking out the tomb was up, ascension. No trace of death or decay can be found in the DNA of the resurrected body of Jesus. Now, if I am raised with Christ, I have that resurrected body. Its DNA does not contain death, but will manifest the resurrected life, which is my inheritance as a kainos being. To set our hearts above is to realign our minds, our thought life, to a kainos being. So in other words, you've got to think like an immortal being. 
in Ephesians 4, 23, is to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. In Ezekiel 18.31, Rid yourselves of all the offenses you have committed and get a new heart and a new spirit. Why will you die, people of Israel? It certainly challenges you to view baptism from a different angle. If the old man died when you descended in the water, Coming out from in, within that water, you rose with the resurrected body of Jesus Christ. You left corruption and decay in the grave water and is no longer the master of your body. There's a mystery in the fact that we go under the water, identifying with the death of Jesus. The Hebrew letter mem means water, and mem is shrouded with mystery. Mem is associated with creating and giving birth. Therefore, mem facilitates transition. When we go under the water, transition happens into a higher realm engaging our new creation bodies. If you remember in the blog about mem, that letter engages the deep. And the deep is a mysterious place controlled by objects with vast powers. That is the birthplace of your resurrection body as a new creation. Flesh and blood has no dominion over you, but only the body and the blood of Jesus. When we walk in our new creation bodies, we move in unprecedented power. L life aligns and starts falling into place as you release creation's purpose through you. Think of Psalm 118 verse 15 to 20. Shouts of joy and victory resound in the tents of the righteous. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. The Lord's right hand is lifted high. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. I will not die, but live, and will proclaim what the Lord has done. The Lord has disciplined me severely, but he has not given me over to death. Open for me the gates of the righteous. I will enter and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous may enter. The word enter in the Hebrew, and it is bet vav aleph, and it means to come back to a prior point previously departed. When we go into the gate of life and immortality, we return to the realm we departed from when man fell. Jesus, who is life, who is the gate, restored immortality to our mortal bodies so we may live in a far superior body than Adam had before the fall. We engage the resurrection body of Jesus Christ. When we consider those three letters, you as the Vav connect heaven and earth to manifest the infinite, which is Aleph. So immortality may find its expression through you as the temple, which is Bet. Don't forget our throne room engagement group on Wednesday evenings. If you'd like to be part, email me at info at throneroommystic.com and I'll add you to the email list to get the links. Blessings.